Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is and wherever you are on this amazing, amazing day. I hope you are just, just enjoying all of the joy and abundance that this world has to offer. This is Robert Bolden, Chasing Freedom, Momentum Monday. Each Monday, we come in and we talk. We either interview folks or I share some of the insight that I've accumulated over all these years on the topic of freedom and it's freedom as defined by you freedom is defined by me freedom is defined by my guests so today we are going to get right into you know once a month we do kind of a recap of the health summit if you're not familiar with that we have a health summit the first monday of every month next month it's going to be july 11th because monday is on the fourth fyi so if you're interested in that, reach back out to me or any of the people on our panel. If you know Life Transform, there's a link. It's a Zoom link. It's a Zoom webinar. It's super fantastic. So I'm excited to have our panel with me today. I've got Russell Shaw. I've got Kristen Holtup. And I've got Sybil Marie with me today. And we are going to we talked about this just a little bit in the pre-show. We're going to dive right into Sybil's presentation on the Health Summit, because we all thought it was very intriguing. It's very appropriate for this time of year. So if you're thinking about freedom, think about freedom to enjoy the outdoors. Freedom to enjoy the outdoors as summer is right here uh, coming up. I think it's the 21st of June. Summer launches officially, but we're into the nice weather. Um, so if you want to enjoy it outdoors, that I the way that I know I do, um, have a listen, because this is gonna be some interesting information that you will be able to gain awareness on and impact your life positively. Sybil, why don't you give us an overview of what you presented um, on Monday? Right, I presented on something because obviously we're all excited for summer, getting outdoors. I think a lot of us can relate to this joyful time of year, but then there's also the downside. Um, so I kind of presented on the do's and don'ts and some natural alternatives that can really help prepare you and protect you for enjoying the great outdoors. Um, we covered sun protection, bug protection, and of course allergies, because that is something that holds a lot of people back from even going outside and getting to enjoy that. So yeah, we just kind of covered the do's and don'ts and i give some helpful tips of natural products that you can use um, to make sure that you're keeping yourself protected your family and even your pets well, that, yeah and it was great I, I took so many notes Sybil, on your presentation and one of them was the sun protection ingredients i think you had a chart on there about harmful sun protection ingredients why don't you delve into that a little bit more yeah, so it's really easy to find a list. You can find a really comprehensive list of like 15 plus, or you can find kind of the top six, which are the ones that I highlighted. And these are ingredients that you wanna make sure that you are checking on the labels. Um, I can't stress that enough, whether it be food related or your lifestyle products, such as sunscreen, after sun care, all that kind of stuff. It's really important to know what it is that you're putting on and in your body because it dictates how your body runs and your body's toxic load or toxic burden. So I'll just list these off. And the reason why these things, I won't go into every single one. You guys can check it out on Google, DuckDuckGo, whatever you like to use as a browser. 
but you can really learn more about why these individual ingredients are so harmful, but a lot of them have really terrible um, fertility and um, testosterone, just hormonal disruption, um, because they're chemicals that are not meant to be a part of us. Um, so that's a big part of it. Another thing is reef safety. I know that myself, as long as well as you guys here, really care about stewarding the planet in the right direction. and due to the coral reef bleaching. Um, a lot of that has to do with the tourism industry and people wearing um, sunscreens that are actually really toxic for the coral reefs and the ocean as a whole. And so those are some of the main things. And then of course there's, you know, allergies and things like that that cause that are caused by these ingredients. But this is a big six that you want to look out for. Oxybenzone, oxytocinate, it's hard to say, Parabands, those are really, no matter what products you're using, parabands are something you should try to avoid. Um, it really messes with the hormones in your body and it blocks the sun from actually being able to bring you the nutrients. The sun is good for you, you just have to do it in moderation. And then there's, um, um, okay, I'm gonna try to pronounce this, octocrylene, I believe is how you say it, homosylates, and then retinol palamate. And those are all things that have been linked to things like skin cancer, allergies, um, hormonal, stuff and so avoid these things and search for i'll just kind of roll right into something more natural there's lots of great um options when it comes to this i'm i'm in some groups um in some of the uh, social worlds that have been great at pointing out what some of the things are that you should be using um and those are things like raspberry seed oil uh macadamia nut oil avocado oil a lot of those like seeds are really, really great and safe. Even coconut oil is something that a lot of people use. Um, carrot seed oil is another one that I highly recommend. You'll see that really coming to light. It's something that's kind of been more in the last couple of years. People have caught on to the SPF protection of carrot seed oil. Um, and so you're gonna start finding products that are safe for yourself, your family, and the oceans to be using, protecting yourself, still getting some sunshine in, but not burning, um, that's important. And so those are some of the ingredients that you're gonna to wanna to look for, as well as some of the essential oils, which is kind of the world I come from that have SPF protection, like lavender, helichrysum, frankincense, even eucalyptus um, is one of the ones that are listed on there to help keep you protected. Kristen, I think you've got a question for Sybil. Um, it wasn't really a question. It was just, it was more of a comment, but it was on the bug diet. So we'll wait till we get to that. Oh, go section. ahead. Do it now. Do it now. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So we hear a lot about DEET and, and Sybil talked about um, the dangers of DEET. So why do, why is that promoted to us so much in the world? Use DEET, use DEET, get this. And I think the reason is because it is highly effective at deterring bugs and it goes back to the laws that have just been so outdated and not not progressed like they should be it's crazy to me and this has to do with everything from you know your your facial care products that you're using the lotions that you're using they just really need to update some of these laws that are allowing these things to be on such a high level of consumerism and around every corner because DEET is actually responsible for a lot of poison control related issues that they get. Um, and it has a lot to do with your breathing um, and lungs because when people, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate who are listening to this, if you've 
used deep, which probably every single person has, because I know when I was a kid, that's what my parents used, and it's what you is readily available. Um, and they spray it all over you. A lot of them come in those aerosol cans, and you're just spraying it all over your skin, all over your clothes, and of course you're breathing that in when when that's being applied. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until I really think it's not until recently when people have started taking more stake in what it is that they're actually using. Um, and there's this upswing of people being like, okay, but is this actually good for me? Maybe it does do the job that we're looking for it to do, but does it have negative side effects to it? And so I think it's because that there is such a rise in awareness happening um, of people who are wanting to make those conscious consumer decisions for themselves and their families, especially those who have young kids. Um, kids under 12, their immune system is not fully developed. And so it's important to make sure as a parent that you are choosing things that are safe for your kids and don't have all these negative side effects. And so DEET is just something that I think has been around for a long time and people have used without recognizing the negative connotations. But now that there are so many studies being done on natural products and natural things from nature, like lemon eucalyptus and citronella are two of the most common, wide known and well-documented um, plant medicines um, that you can use, essential oils that you can use to help deter the bugs, bugs of all sorts, whether it's mosquitoes or ticks or all the creepy crawlies that none of us really enjoy having in our space. Um, so I just think it's the awareness that is finally rising that people are now becoming aware that like, oh yeah, maybe deep works, but it's not necessarily the best choice if you're wanting to be um, on the up and up of what's actually, you know, happening beyond just applying and keeping bugs away. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, you touched on a couple of things there that I am just so passionate about. You guys, can, you know, jump in on this, but I know in our country, like compared to Europe, Europe has banned so many things in our food, uh, products, all of those things that we just, and, and it's what you talk, talked about, several of the consumerism. You know, after the wars, there's this big, we had all these plants that that were not going to be occupied. So some of the movers and shakers in Washington and, and on Wall Street and all of that decided we're going to create this consumerism society. That people, we're going to teach people to want and desire things and stuff. And I think that is the beginning of this, of this whole trend. So... I get really fired up when we start talking about those kinds of things. So your caution is, is well taken. Russell, what do you think about all of that? And I know you're out in the sun all the time, getting your tan and all of that stuff. What are you taking away from this, Russell? So far? Well, I don't use anything. I mean, I, I, I pretty much round naturally, uh, so I don't really. You're like a turkey in the oven. I am. I just, you know, I just run it around nice. You know, I mean, I just keep them around. But um, I know, I know it's dangerous. If you if you look up some UII stuff, some do yourself stuff, uh, cleaning your, your headlights, you know, to get blaze, they tell you to go buy a high heat uh, spray and put it on there and it will clean. And I use it. I go buy a high heat spray and I use it to clean the, the glaze off mine. It'll, it'll, it'll melt if you, if you got to feel a high idea, you put it on your flip flops, it'll melt the strings of your flip flops. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's crazy. It is crazy. So that's crazy to think you're putting that on your skin. Yeah. And, that's, and it's recommended by doing my eyes to clean the glaze off of your headlights. So, what else intrigued you all, panel, about Sybil's 
discussion, for presentation. Ask a question that maybe the audience would want to have answered. What I want to know is, you know, they're always, because I don't use any sunscreen, you know, is, what is the danger? Are there higher dangers for me not using it? Because I don't burn, okay? Now, I know if you burn, you need to do something. If I don't burn, am I better off not using something or just going ahead and moving out? Because, you know, my wife says, you better put on, and I never do. But it's <laughs> That is a great question and I think that is where it comes into knowing your body and how your body responds to those things. If you do not sunburn and you can, you, your body naturally absorbs that without you getting into that burn zone, it is so good for you. That is something that I think that they, you know, they push and I hear, I hear some of my mom friends and some of my friends like constantly telling their, their loved ones, make sure you're putting on sunscreen, make sure you're putting on sunscreen. A lot of those sunscreen ingredients beyond just the ones that I talked about are trash. And so what you're doing is actually you're blocking the sunshine from doing what it's meant to do. We are so a part of nature. Sunshine is such a regulator for our body. And I know Kristen can can speak to this too, but like when it comes to your internal clock, in which Kristen did mention in her presentation and our circadian rhythms, like we need to be getting sunshine. It is helpful for, and especially people that have young babies, I think about this a lot, like they obviously have more sensitive skin, so keeping them protected and limiting the time that you are in the sunshine of like the high sun rays, which is between the hours of like noon and three o'clock is when they're like the hottest. Um, so going out in the early mornings or in the later evenings, that's when you can really go out there and not have a lot of sun protection on and get all the benefits of that. And then I'm somebody, I've got very pale skin. I, I'm kind of alabaster white <laughs> most of the year. Um, but I just make sure, I rarely use sunscreens. I just, I just make sure that if I am gonna go somewhere like vacation, somewhere near the equator, that's when I make sure that I'm getting something of good quality and that's reef safe. Um, but really, you want to go out there without stuff on your skin because you want to be absorbing those nutrients from the sun. It delivers a lot of goodness to us. So, Russell, I'd say you keep doing what you're doing. And as long as you're not getting those burns because that's when it does get dangerous, you're totally good going out and enjoying the sun on natural. Um, and, you know, this is something that is kind of off course, but I want to bring it up. If you guys have ever heard of people eating the sun, um, there's books on it. There's lots of discussions around it. And there's lots of people saying, oh, that's super dangerous. Don't do that. Or like, oh, I can totally like be sustained from sunlight naughty food that's the other extreme um but there is something to be said about going out at first light and at last light and like looking into the sun um because like the way your retinas work and they take that sunshine in and it is just so good for regulating your body um i've even heard one of my friends she's the one who mentioned it to me about not wearing sunglasses all the time um and how that is actually another way that we block that healthy sunshine from coming into our bodies the way it's meant to so get out there and enjoy the sunshine in moderation and just protect yourself from getting burned and if you're somebody who tans lovely and you don't burn a lot you go out there bare skin as much as you can so now i'm dying to ask Kristen. okay so is it scrotamine scrotamine dopamine grayling or gaba which which of those does the sunshine give us talk about that oh my goodness so you want to get the sunshine it helps with serotonin, serotonin and melatonin. that was it that was my yeah. bad writing i couldn't even read okay. my writing <laughs> and, and <vitamin> D. <laughs> yes 
yes, and the vitamin D. Well, I wanted to tag on a little bit of what uh, Sybil was talking about. Uh, and it ties in with Russell not having to wear sunscreen either. I, I'm going to guess, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Russell doesn't eat a lot of seed oils. He stays away from those processed vegetable oils. And that's, I know, exactly, you need those. That's another reason why you will be less likely to sunburn because that is what creates that chemical reaction and contributes to people getting sunburned is because in our standard American diet, we eat way too much of those seed oils. Oh yeah, seeds are good, seeds are good. I'm talking about the vegetable oil, canola oil, all of those yuck oils. Well now Sybil, you also touched on allergies and allergens. There was, there was a lot of energy around that, how you can naturally help with allergies. So what, what does the common person do around this time of year when they're starting to just get inundated and just miserable with these allergies? Yeah, this is a topic here and dear to me because this is kind of what brought me into the world of natural medicine and plants as medicine and what really gave me that firsthand experience to see like, wow, this stuff is really powerful and can really replace some of these over-the-counter pharmaceutical things that I was having to take every single season from spring to fall, like through harvest time. Growing up in the Midwest, it is agriculture country out here. They spray a lot of herbicides, pesticides, and then you have just all of the dust and stuff from like corn harvest, and wheat harvest. And so it was something I struggled with for a really long time. And so when I came into this wonderful world of plant medicine, I learned that there are three of the most common oils that people use um, that are magnificent at stopping you from having those allergenic symptoms, um, like the sneezing, the itchy, watery eyes, just like all of that stuff that happens, um, coughing, all the, all the irritants. Um, so those three oils, and you guys take note, lemon, lavender, peppermint, three of the very most common oils, very affordable oils. I mix them into a roller ball, um, which I apply topically, use a little bit of fractionated coconut oil, just means that it's liquid coconut oil, um, stays liquid in any temperature, and then like 10 drops of each of those, 10 drops of lemon, 10 drops of lavender, 10 drops of peppermint, and then you just roll it on. I like to put it on my pulse points, um, back of my neck, on my wrist, you can really apply them anywhere. They get, they traverse your whole body um, within 30 minutes, so that's fabulous when you're using plants as medicine, they're quick your body recognizes them. And this was one of the biggest things that was a success for me. Um, I used to have to take a different over-the-counter allergy med, a few, like I changed it three or four times throughout, you know, allergy season because my body would build up a resistance to it. Um, not to mention they, a lot of them make you drowsy even if they say non-drowsy. So I have a lot of issues with that and they're expensive. I mean, you buy some of the name brand stuff and it's like $30 for 15 pills. And it's just like, that is expensive. You can make a rollerball for under $10 and use it for most of your allergy season um, and be able to go outside and enjoy the outdoors. Um, but the nice thing is, is when you're using high quality, certified pure, tested grade essential oils, you can also use them internally. Um, so that is one way, if there's like a high pollen day or something like that, or if I'm gonna go camping, I make sure that I take that combination internally. Um, and you just need literally like a drop of each um, in a little veggie capsule if you like the taste, which those ones all taste good, put it right under your tongue. Um, you can also diffuse it. You guys have diffusers, that's a great way to be spreading it throughout the room. And if you're working or you're anywhere, I they even make portable diffusers now. So like I like to take them when I 
go camping. Um, and I diffuse, um, usually I'm diffusing the bug oils to keep the bugs away, but you could do the same thing for allergies. Um, but yeah, lemon, lavender, peppermint, that was my, my first savior when it came to plant medicine. And it, it kind of just changed everything for me. And so that's something I've been able to help a lot of people with. And the nice thing is, is, you know, when it comes to taking over the counter stuff, you're only, you can only take it every so often. And then it's just like, well, if you run out before you're, you're taking your allotted dose for that day, and you're still melting <laughs> from all the symptoms, that's just the way it goes. But when it comes to using the oils, you can reapply them as often as you need. Um, and they start working very, very quick. Usually once I put that on, I stop sneezing immediately. So wow. it's really cool to see how it works in the body like that. And you don't build up that tolerance, which is awesome. So I'm gonna do a special offer here. This is just right off the cuff. Anybody who is listening that wants a free rollerball for me, because I've got all those ingredients, civil, that will tighten me up with that. So I'll send you a rollerball for free if you uh, reply uh, to this podcast and say that you want one, all right? I'll probably have to limit it to something, but for right now, I'm not gonna limit it. We'll just see how many people go to go to take advantage of that. Yeah, I think that is just so awesome. I think, um, you know, it's fun. It's fun, you guys. If you were talking about freedom here out in, the, out in nature and out in the world, so we can enjoy everything that that God has to offer. It's really fun once you go down this path of trying to trying to go natural. You're going to save money in the long run. Sybil said it's so expensive to buy some of these some of these commercially made products, and plus they're harmful. So you're going to save money. You're going to be able to enjoy the world in a better way. You'll be able to share with your friends the new knowledge you're getting and do it in a way that you're spreading joy. So I just, I'm super excited about, about this whole topic. So anybody else have a, a question or comment that's popping into their mind right now for Sybil? I got a question All right. for Sybil. So how do you keep the labels to stay on your roller balls? Mine always seem to fall off. Yeah, so the, the, the key to that is getting uh, roller balls that do not leak and you can find leak proof tops because essential oils, especially the citrus ones, they were great at removing all things sticky. Like lemon oil is the nature's dugon and you can take it internally and it cleans your sludge out inside too. But then obviously if you're getting it on the sticky parts of your label because your roller balls are leaking or your oils are leaking, that's what's making the, the labels fall off. So get the, get the leak proof roller balls um, if you're using just the straight up oil that comes out of like the five or the 15 mil bottle. What I've seen a lot of people do to make sure it's not like dripping down on the side when they're using it is taking that bottom, like you know how the lid has like that little part, like when you undo a milk jug or something like that, there's that bottom ring that stays on there. I see a lot of people remove that and that helps it from like collecting around the edges of the bottles. So those are a couple of things that you can do to protect your labels. Um, and then they do make, I mean, sometimes it's water that gets on there. They do make waterproof labels as well, but I usually, I like to stick labels on the top of my bottles, like of my roller balls, and it'll say like allergy or coughs or, you know, whatever it is that you're making that blend for. That way you remember, you know, what you made that for. And um, it's another way to just keep it from falling off because yeah, if you have leaky roller balls, which is really common, like even when I'm ordering, I can order sometimes online from different places and I'll get, you know, one in every 10 at least and then I'm like, oh man, now my labels are falling off. But I try to keep my roller balls. They make all sorts of different carrying cases. Um, so I'm just mindful of trying to keep them upright as often as possible. I know that's not always possible. Some people, you know, carry on diaper bags, just throw stuff in or your purse and things get thrown in. But 
if you can keep them standing up, try to get the leak proof and just be mindful of, you know, not leaking them down the side. You're going to have a lot better luck with your labels. I have another question along that same line. So, you know, the little labels that you all send to put on yep. the jars and stuff, they're like black. And how do I, what do I write? Because I write, I try to write on them and I can't even see what I wrote. What, what kind of marker do I put on those? I am trying to think of what labels that are black that you're getting. Well, with maybe your they were from you. Maybe they I, bet, I think I know what you're talking about. I think you're talking about the ones, like, because if you order rollerballs on Amazon or something, a lot of times they'll come with, uh, yes. yeah. So I feel like you can write on those, I don't know if you guys remember gel kits that are like rainbow colored from back in the day. <laughs> that was like a total like late 90s, early 2000s thing. You can totally get some fun gel pins for those. Um, I feel like they intend you to like write in chalk or like white out. I don't know. The same thing. Yeah, those, those dark labels. I'm not really sure what they're going okay. for. Yeah, because I think it was in that initial order. Remember when you did that Amazon order for me? Yep. And I got yep. all those I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah. Yep. I've got some of those too. So invest in some fancy rainbow gel pins if you wind up having the black labels that are sent with your rollerballs. <laughs> um, but I will just, I'll plug a couple places where I get my rollerballs from where you can get the high quality ones that are the leak proof. Oillife.com is a place that they are, they, they don't sell oils, but they sell all the oil accessories. So you can find great um, carrying cases, you can get leak proof rollerballs from there. Um, and then Aroma Tools is the other one. AromaTools.com and OilLife.com are two of the Aroma, yep, yep, A-R-O-M-A-T-O-O-L-S, Aroma Tools. All right, well, this has been fantastic. Time flew by. Thank you so much, panel. I so appreciate this. Uh, yes, we're amazing. You all that are listening, share this. Share this with your friends. I'm sure you took something away from this. If you didn't, you are comatose, I would have to say. There was so much great information coming out today. And join me again next Monday for another episode of um, Chasing Freedom, Momentum Monday. And remember, every Thursday, another podcast drops, Coffee in Christ, where I share with you my daily practice. I, I give you an insight one day a week of the daily practice that has really transformed my life over the last several years. Totally spontaneous. If you want to hear the God, the Word of God kind of happening as it happens, tune into that podcast as well. So until I hear, see, or hear from you again, have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, and evening. This has been Life Transformed, Chasing Freedom, and we will see you next time.